0: Hello, everyone, and this is the Nuke Party Podcast, Episode 1. Yes, the pilot of the soon-to-be-cancelled podcast. is going to be great. It's not going to take very long, I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, a little story. I got the trolley uh, octopuses, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was trying to figure out when trolley is going to figure out what Sour Patch and Starburst is doing where they're taking the good flavors and packaging them separately Mm -hmm. because nobody eats the yellow and orange Starburst. Yeah. Nobody eats the orange and green trolleys. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. At least least they had the decency to take two shitty flavors and combine it into one instead of being like, here's the lime with the strawberry or here's the lemon with the blue raspberry. Yeah. And then Sour Patch Kids was like, hey, you know, here's all the blue ones. Thank you, Sour Patch. Yes. Because all I get left with, if I get the multi-pack, is just yellow, green, and orange left in the bag. (laughs) And it's just, how desperate am I? How much of a sugar rush do I need to cram one of these in my fucking mouth? How badly do I need something right now? Yeah. Same thing with Starburst. It's like, whenever I have a Starburst pack and someone asks me for one, they never say, can I get a yellow? If they do, I would report them to Homeland Security. That's a terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're gonna do top five. It's gonna be a segment that we're working on. This is just, yeah, you know, trying to get things going. Um, We're gonna do top five albums. This is across all genres. and multiple art artists. Yeah. Dante. He, he has three at the same. But that's yeah. You know, easily could have. Okay. It
1: easily could have been one artist. But yeah. I, easily,
0: I, yeah. I really had to strain myself. I had to about tell him. I was here. like, no, no, no. Of any artist, <laughs> not just one. Yeah, not just one. So Dante, why don't you go ahead and kick it off? All right, we got number five. Oh,
1: we're going bottom top. Should we do? Yeah, I don't know if we should do bottom top, or I guess we could... I don't know how you want to...
0: Yeah, we do bottom top, but then I should go first, because remember that reverse. Oh, we could, yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We,
1: we could do um, we could do the top,
0: that's fine. Okay, so I'll go first. And uh, so never mind, we're going to do top bottom. <laughs> and uh, so Dante, go ahead. All right, uh, number one is going to be Relapse by Eminem. Uh,
1: honestly, the entire top five or top ten probably could be M M&M albums. That's I had to right. really
0: top 001 percent Spotify listener. Right yes, here. he got you. a plaque.
1: Yes, thank you email. very much. Honestly, I, I think I deserve one of those like YouTubers whenever they hit the milestone. They yeah. get like the gold play button. Where's my M M&M, and M Spotify whatever the they should hell just give you is. like
0: a platinum plaque for the relapse album. There you, you go. Like, here you go. There you go. <laughs> you listen to it enough times. Yeah,
1: uh, mm-hmm. and for people that know me, obviously, uh, an M M&M album being in the top five is not a surprise. Uh, Relapse specifically I don't know uh, Not that I'm proud to say it But at a young age That's probably the first album I was introduced to Yeah Probably like eight or nine That's the first album My dad uh, He loved Eminem Rap in general But he played a lot of Eminem When I was growing up So Although I'm sure I've heard Other songs by him Before then That yeah. was the first Like I know This is a part of the Specific album And like We were talking earlier before we started recording, uh, Beautiful. I was saying a lot of the Eminem songs that I like, which I don't think I'm the only one out there. uh, A lot of the songs that he makes, they're not really uh, radio hits per se. Yeah. But Radio was, or I'm sorry, uh, Beautiful was one of them that played on the radio a lot. Yeah. Um, That was the first song that I heard from that album. And YouTube had a playlist. Obviously, YouTube was much different back then showing the other songs on the album. And I don't know whether it's due to the the voices that he made, mm-hmm. some of the I guess fucked up lyrics that he has, or what. But that's I don't know. That's a uh, that's a special place in my heart in a weird way.
0: Yeah, he started doing that kind of melodic stuff like after at M&M, with Eminem show. Yeah, and then that's when he started getting radio play. Yeah, like that stuff. It it sounded it sounded better. It wasn't like his rugged stuff, you know, where he's cursing and yeah killing people
1: yeah well i mean even other artists i i forget what song but there was an old little wayne song that came out years ago and it's like if you're gonna censor half the song or like it's just not even like beeping the radio is just silent yeah so like is that when, the
0: one with drake and future well yeah like just talking about sex the whole it's time just three sentences it's <laughs>
1: just like did they turn the song off what's going yeah. on
0: here so i i get it but Anyways, that's. I don't even know why they have to mute future because I don't even know what he's saying sometimes. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's it sounds good. Some like I'll listen to him, and be like that, hey. and then one time, one day, uh, Apple has the lyrics that go along with the song, mm-hmm. and I was, I was like, oh, he's, he's saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, if it, I was, I had, it was pretty decent. What they was probably was had to get an interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's number one for sure. Relapse by Eminem. Any particular favorite songs? What are are the worst songs
1: on an album that you don't like? What are the worst songs on the album? Let's take a look. Obviously, professional here. I should have had this up. Let's see. Um, Worst songs. That's, again, I can love an album, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean I love every single song on the album
0: when i say worst song i'm probably nitpicking yeah um like a song you don't mind skipping if you're gonna listen to the whole album i love
1: the song forever Mm -hmm. and that was probably another one that was on the radio but due to it being overplayed yeah that's probably something that if it comes up i might skip obviously some of the skits some of them are hysterical but yeah um god there's so many songs i love on here like I also realized he made a lot of uh, music videos for this too, for this album. Like I think, uh, what, 3am has one, We Made You has one, uh, Beautiful has one, Forever has one. I think that's it, but still, it's a decent amount of music videos for the album.
0: Yeah. Um, at the start of his career, he didn't really have a lot of music videos.
1: You know, well what? they just didn't get
0: played because the yeah, role model's kind of crazy. And yeah. then uh, what's the other one? Uh, I don't give a fuck, where he's like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But I, I I told you that story about uh, when he was hosting TRL mm-hmm. and then he's like, I'm gonna announce the top ten. And then he goes on and he, he names like a Britney Spears song. And I was just like, What? What the fuck? and then that? he goes, Wait, 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 hold up. And then he plays like all of his songs instead. But yeah, it, that was the first... Because we didn't have YouTube back then. Yeah, that was like... You well, you did. Well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Talking about me, okay? I, I got gray hair with my beard.
1: <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, the one song that I didn't like on an album that took a long time for me to like was Underground. Mm-hmm. That was probably... This is the closest to loving every single song on the album. But I think Underground... I mean, now that I've listened to it and I've you know, I've gotten used to the song, I feel like there are certain things that... He does, that he's done in older albums that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't know, when I was younger, obviously, I wanted him just to get into the music. So this one, obviously, he talks to the fan base beforehand. Just talks in general for like the first minute of the song is him talking. Yeah. But uh, I guess over time, I kind of got used to it. And I do like it, but if I were to pick the worst song on the album, I'd probably pick Underground.
0: Underground. All right.
1: But uh, there's so many. I mean, I, And I your get...
0: favorite song is Beat. That's your favorite Eminem song of all time, right? beautiful
1: i mean it's it's definitely up there i okay. mean there's so many i mean deja vu is great i don't know why i love the song buffalo
0: bill that's like yeah it's probably show, like, top I, five favorite songs i never heard that until you showed me it. that that one's pretty
1: good it's again just his it's something about like his flow the way he raps is i feel like this when i think of eminem i think of relapse yeah which is funny because and you know correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure this is like Maybe 10, 11, or when, honestly, a few years after the album came out, he admitted, like, this is his least favorite album for that yeah, exact reason. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I think that was... Because that I remember was that one before
1: me. everything happened. So this is, like, his least favorite album, and it's my favorite album, which is yeah. kind of funny. But, yeah, so that's number one. That's for sure. I mean, it. there's three versions of the album, and, I mean, it's almost 30 songs, so it's pretty long, too.
0: Is uh, Relapse came after the Eminem show?
1: Yeah, that's two thousand nine. So
0: I think maybe that's why he thinks it's his worst album because he couldn't grab. He he, he couldn't hold on to the talent he had in the first couple albums. Yeah, I think he had to change his whole rap style, and maybe he didn't like it. So he's like, I, "This is my this is the album where I wasn't rapping the way yeah. I used to." Yeah, and
1: I know as far as like the overdose, I'm pretty sure that was right around. Because there was a bit of, a, or I guess that was technically afterwards. There's a big gap. You had 2004 to 2009. Yeah. So I know that drugs kind of
0: played a big influence in some of the shit that came out of his mouth. Well, I I read this article that said him and Dr. Dre would go into the studio, mm. just do a shit ton of drugs. And they wouldn't even remember the songs they made. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah, they'd yeah. wake up like three days later after crashing. Yeah. And then they, they'd listen to the songs they made. And it's like. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, they're yeah. like, holy shit, man. Yeah, I, was, I was rapping. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I think probably favorite song on the album, which is kind of hard for me to decide. I love My Darling, too. Mm-hmm. There's, like, something about... It's, it's, like, it's almost not even a song, which is kind of crazy. He's literally talking to himself the entire song, which yeah. is insane. That's, I don't know. My Darling... I, there aren't a lot of songs that are like that, but... Um, Once we get further down my list, there's another artist that does something very similar. It's like the beat that's used, the flow they use, the words they use, it's like, I'm not going to say hypnotic in a way, but it like kind of like when I first started my most recent job, I'd have, you know, come from music, something like this playing and I'd be doing what I'd be doing and I could have that song on repeat. It's like kind of difficult to, if you have the song on repeat and you just kind of listen to the music, it's it just kind of it flows very well together.
0: Yeah. You know what I just thought of too is 50 Cent was really good at going with the beat. Like, mm-hmm. you remember that song, How We Do by Game? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the beat is like a bell that goes do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And then 50 Cent's like, this is how... So he's going along with it. And he yeah. does that on so many songs. Yeah. And I realized like that's what makes him... He's so good at hooks. And I yeah. think a lot of artists... They have they struggle with hooks and that's that's kind of where I think Eminem saw what he was doing with hooks and maybe that's why because yeah he saw him in two, or signed him in what two thousand and two so after that Eminem show came out in two thousand three yeah, so maybe yeah. that's kind of when he started doing the sing songy stuff that's true yeah so I think maybe Fifty Cent played a role in that
1: I remember there was actually an interview where Eminem was like he was jealous he heard what he was doing he's like yeah I need that guy Dude, like.
0: Yeah. yeah, when you hear it's some there's sometimes uh, there's a song by Young Buck called Bonafide Fide Hustler," mm. and uh, dude, Fifty Cent just he I'll have to show you uh, the part, but he goes "Custom co- coming by August, get the pack." Or he the way he says it was so sick. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's when I heard that because I remember Eminem saying that like when you he heard Fifty Cent, he he was jealous yeah. he couldn't rap, and I'm which like, which crazy. To yeah. his death, for him to say that too. Yeah, but then you see stuff like that. It's like Eminem kind of had the same cadence you mm. know and the same kind of not same flow but it's same formula yeah yeah. like 50 cent was just he just went along with he he switched it up for different songs and yeah 50 50 cent dr dre he just had a run dude yeah I what mean, the fuck seriously you he didn't produce much on slim shady lp but basically half the half the uh, marshall mathers lp mm. then he did well, before that, he did two thousand one, the Chronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which still Dre. Oh
1: yeah.
0: That's that's a, that might be a top one song, like top three song yeah, of all time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then to have get Rich or die trying. Mhm. And the crazy, the craziest thing about that one is Dre didn't want twenty one questions on that. Oh really? Because he wanted the the album to kind of be like street, and he didn't want the love song on it. Yeah. Him. And then remember that ma- the magic stick. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Lil Kim didn't turn reverse in on time, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to go on 50's album. Okay, that song went number one. He would have had, f- I think, four number ones on one album. That's insane. I know that's, that's crazy. And that that song that was another one where Fifty Cent go he he comes up with that flow. He's like, I got the, man. you know. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. He
1: like he literally he goes with the beat like almost blends in yeah. with the beat. Yeah, that's like what you were saying where it's hypnotic like. Yeah, like know. it's like you. It's I don't know. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but it's like, with a song, obviously, it's multiple components mixed together, and Mm -hmm. obviously, multiple components that sound good together, work well together, but it's like, with what we're talking about, it's almost like it's one thing. You're listening to, like, one sound. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, where, yeah. It's like, he he, fills where the beat's at, and he goes along with it, so it acts as one. He, like, Like, rides the beat, almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where it's like, Eminem was, he was just hitting you with so many lyrics, and... And uh, like syllables that you just ignored what he was doing on the track. He was just rapping his ass off. Or
1: even with like My Darling specifically, it's not even, I guess it's not exactly what I'm trying to say, but still, it it gets the same point across. It's like, it's almost like you're listening to like a story, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because really, and he does that a lot with his older music too. He's like, he's talking to himself. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's interesting. Again, I guess.
0: Yeah like Stan yeah, exactly that's, that's like and it, it's not necessarily like it's a good it's a great song it's probably like a top 10 song yeah yeah, like yeah had a whole storyline it's not something that like I would like be like oh I gotta listen to yeah, this yeah exactly when it comes on I, I'm like oh shit. Oh, of this course
1: is- yeah it's not like I'm not gonna go out specifically to listen to it but if it comes on I'm not gonna skip it
0: yeah like, no, it's, it's still
1: it's a great song I just again I feel like a lot of he has a lot of good songs but it's it's not as, I'm not going to, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm not going to go out to listen to the ones that have been played on the radio to death. Yeah. So, like, I think it's a fantastic song, and it is definitely top ten. It's a wonderful song, but it's obviously, that's like, that's one of his biggest, like, radio hits.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, too, is it's not a song you can put on repeat. Yeah, well, that, yeah. That, that's what I'm Same. trying to say. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's a wonderful
1: song. But yeah. I, I feel like the difference between that and My Darling, which may be a controversial take, it's, I like I could listen to that on repeat. In yeah. fact I have listened to it several times on repeat. Yeah. But
0: Yeah, Stan is Stan was just kinda like a, a book and then once you're done you're like, well oh, I'm not gonna run it back. That was like, that
1: was very good. That was very like that was a very good experience, but it's not something I want to experience yeah all like immediately afterwards again.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's actually a good transition. To my number one, are yeah. you, you finished with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. no, I, I could talk about that all day. <laughs> my number one and Dante's number two is a Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, just Dr. Dre, is <laughs> my favorite producer of all time. I mean, the guy just he he can hear he he gets like musicians to come in, play all this stuff, and he'll hear something, and he'll be like, "Yeah, run with that," and he'll just put it all together, and it's it's crazy the stuff he i mean still dre yeah top beat uh he has a couple like x by exhibit yeah yeah i love that that beat like it's just the orchestra and everything and he kind of he he i think took rap from where it was just like sample based, like boom bap Mm. to like original stuff because yeah it it seemed like back then most rap tracks were just sampled and then he kind of was like let me get these musicians to come in, and I could be wrong. I don't know getting the history right. The but specifics, yeah. yeah. But he was the kind of like the first one I saw because when I first heard rap, it was like the sampled stuff. Like I wasn't yeah. too into it, and then when uh, when Eminem and Dr. Dre came out, I was like, okay, this is this is good. Oh yeah. So I think he was the one that kind of made that transition, you know, getting like Scott Storch who played the keyboards. He has a Mike Elizondo, he's a bass player, guitar player. He just brings great musicians together and makes hits. Yeah. The other group, too, is Bass Brothers. They produce the other half of Marshall Mathers LP. Also, Marshall Mm -hmm. Marshall Mathers LP, my favorite song is a tie between Criminal and Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Marshall Mathers, that third... like. The third verse on both those songs is fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, the cr- Criminal has to be the best final verse of, on any song. Like, mm-hmm. he just went went crazy. That's um, another song I could have on repeat. And yeah. I have it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And the, the beat is just simple. It's like a piano with the cool bass. And Bass Brothers produced both of those. Um, uh, Dr. Dre, the... Those are my two favorite songs on the album. But my favorite beat on the album is Remember Me. Yeah. That, dude, that bass line is so... It's such a simple beat, mm. but that bass line is so crazy that it's, like, just perfect. Yeah. Um, and his features... the Here's here's the thing. The reason why I have it number one is because the only knock I have on the album is that she should have probably taken, like, two songs out, and then it would have just been... There's no, there's no, like, there wasn't enough great songs as there was. Yeah, yeah. I would have taken out Amityville or... Fair enough. Put someone else on a feature. Like, (laughs) you know, you got D12. I mean, Bizarre. Is he the... Uh, Yeah. He's He's into
1: some weird stuff now. I think he did a song with uh, Hobson recently or recently in the last few years. And the song itself was good, but the second he gets on, I was like...
0: Yeah. uh, It's... Um yeah, but the fe- the features on that album, The Bitch Please Two, you know, mm-hmm. I've got all the West Coast guys exhibit, Nate Dog on Any Hook is a hit oh, that, that best in peace, yeah. Rest in peace. Um and then I take out Kim, but I don't knock it too hard because the censored version, the kids, mm. that that song's pretty good. Yeah, it's another one where he's like telling a story and it's funny. It was very uh, emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Kim, I, I listened. I've probably only listened to it like three times, full and full. Yeah, I just it's kind of much. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's it's very it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is your number two, right? Exactly, So yeah. what, are, what are your favorite songs?
1: Well, so as far as, before we switch over, so what would your least favorite of the two be?
0: Uh, between Amityville and, and Kim?
1: Kim. I, I am, Again, Kim's another one of those, like, you could almost, I, I don't know, again, I'm not to, whatever, you could almost consider that a skit, as in, like, it's a song, obviously, yeah. but he's, like, he's fucking screaming. Like I I feel like it was in a, obviously being in a dark place, like an emotional outburst, essentially.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, Amityville. Yeah. Just because the the hook on Kim is actually pretty decent. Yeah. So long, like he's going along with it. Mm. It sounds sonically. It sounds good. I just. Yeah, Amityville. I don't. I didn't really like the hook or the beat or you know. The feature, yeah. The feature, yeah but you know that's just what's weird is like you have this great album like just don't put that song on yeah like
1: it was it was perfect yeah it was perfect just don't you know
0: but yeah it's really just what it what makes it so great in my opinion is you have dr dre one of the best producers of all time at his peak and then you have eminem one of the best rappers of all time at his peak yeah Making some fire. Formula for success. Ten, 10 million records sold. And of course, Give It or Die Trying is like 20 million. Yeah. Like that, Which that is one, crazy to think yeah. about. That was back when people sold albums. Now it's like, oh, yeah. if you sell a million, that's yeah. that's Michael
1: Jackson numbers. Well, cool, because people stream everything now. Yeah. Which not yeah. really, I mean, just for reference, I have everything open on Spotify just to fact check myself for yeah. songs. It's everything. I don't know. If they make, cause like there's no ads, I'm assuming it's the same for. Do you, so do you pay for iTunes or do you just buy the songs? Uh no, I have Apple Music. so, a- so Apple Music is like a streaming yeah, service, right? Yeah. So Spotify, the same thing. It's like ten bucks a month. I stream it. I don't know. I don't
0: think they make money off of that. I think it's just for people to, you know what I mean. The Apple makes money. No no no. The, the artist. Oh yeah, they make money per stream, but it's like, okay. Okay. It's so
1: it's tiny. Not, yeah, fair enough. I was kind of wondering because it's not the same because they don't buy, they don't sell as many um, albums because everybody streams everything now.
0: Yeah, at this point, the the business model should be just get my music out and then make money touring.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's pretty much it. Which is like, something I don't understand. Well,
1: to correct myself, before you know, he does tour, but I don't think I've ever seen Eminem like. In recent times. <coughs> Excuse me. tour in the US. He's sh- huge in Europe. Yeah. And I know he tours a bunch in
0: Europe, but I don't remember seeing him recently in the US. Oh, that's weird. See, I just... I, I wouldn't know because uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of... I'm not a fan... Live music it has to be like a small venue. Yeah, yeah. With someone that can sing and play an instrument. Like, I don't know why you would go... To, like, I see clips... On Instagram. Well, it gets a little crazy, yeah. Well, no, just not just that. It's like the songs just playing in the background. That's true. And then they're just like ad libbing, and it's like you paying two hundred dollars to see that. I think Dave Chappelle did a, a bit on that actually. Oh
1: really? About like the differences between like why he doesn't he doesn't understand um, like rap concerts. Yeah. Specifically for that, he's like, I'm paying you to perform, which I get. I think it's mainly like personally. I I agree with you. Like yeah. I've seen, I've been at two concerts. Neither of them were rap. Yeah. I saw uh, Journey and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh wow! Which, total tangent. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They sound just as good live than they do. Like it was indistinguishable. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy, and I got nosebleeds too. Like as far yeah. as the seats go. See
0: that in that case, you know it's yeah. worth
1: it. But I like. I, I think maybe for rappers it's to see them like to. I know it sounds stupid, but like yeah. I was in the same room as this guy kind of deal. Like,
0: yeah, it has to be just, just
1: to just to say you went. Yeah, because now that I think about it, yeah, they're they're gonna have the track playing and they're gonna or they'll have like I've seen Eminem will have somebody with him on stage and they'll just kind of go back and forth like even if they're not yeah. on the song. Oh, yeah, they so, have the
0: hype man like rapping half the thing. Like, yeah, which, imagine if ACDC went on stage and yeah, the lead exactly. singer's like every every word like going like this to yeah. the crowd. I guess they're trying to make it more of like a party if
1: anything. Yeah. Which I get what you're saying. I feel like maybe it's which sounds stupid because you go to a concert to listen to music, but it's more so to see the artist in person.
0: Yeah. Cuz you're, you know what I mean? The rap concerts, those that's not the dumbest. The dumbest is fucking EDM. Fair enough. <laughs> Dude, well, that's just so you can do going, drugs and beat the shit yeah. out of each other. That's like, dude, I went to this uh, the Fest concert, and I, I didn't, I knew, I knew about like techno and ED. I just thought, I thought it was called techno back then. Like that's how little I knew. There's like a million. Most of it's like house music, I think. Yeah, it's there's millions. We went of genres. We went to this concert. It's called the Smoke Smokefest, mm. and they had like Eric Badu. and I think it was Dead Mouse. Okay, was there. I can't remember if it, you know um and then MGMT, you know them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Electric slide, Electric Feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song I heard that song for the first time, that was fire. Yeah. Um there's actually a video on YouTube of them making the song and it's pretty cool. That's all right. And uh but and then uh, Erica Badu was there. That was cool seeing her cuz it was like in a little uh kind of auditorium where it wasn't like like, but then later on is when the DJ performed and <laughs> I was just like what what is go-? what are you doing yeah, yeah they're just like sitting there playing their playlist and it's like Calvin hair uh Calvin Harris, Harris yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I like his music he he kind of he started like putting words to the beats instead of it just being beats yeah and they were good like and he said that too he said that One summer song was good, by yeah. That was like a good big, uh, big radio hit. Oh, yeah, and that was him, yeah yeah, 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 that's crazy. But he was saying that, like, he put singers on because girls like something to sing to or sing along with. And if you get the girls to come, the guys will follow. Enough. And now he makes three hundred thousand dollars to p- play his music, all right. So, you know, podcasting doesn't work. Uh... <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. What the hell? I never really thought about that. You'd think like if you're going to like a dubstep concert, they, they have this shit there. I've seen there's millions of YouTube videos out there, which are fun to watch. They have. I, I don't know what it's called. Um, it's like a square with buttons on it that like light up. Oh, it's an NPC. Yeah. Yeah. And they make the song using that. So oh, unless it's bullshit, okay. just do that at the concert. Yeah. With like... I think that would be that, so that has cool. To be,
0: I mean, yeah, it's cool. I, it's probably rehearsed. I mean, you know yeah. how terrifying it would be to not have anything in your pocket when you go up there?
1: That's true. And no, you make some, enough. like,
0: trash. But, that's true. But it's still pr- still pretty impressive if you memorized how to
1: make it. But you'd think, like, again, you're performing. Like, that's kind of bullshit. You're paying them just to play a playlist. You'd think, like, yeah. perf- they should... I don't know. I thought, whatever. I think that'd be kind of interesting. But, yeah, it's, I never really thought about that. Yeah.
0: Well, you're, you're right in that they go to... Do drugs and well, yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's. I'm sure. I'm air quoting
0: like a spiritual experience. If yeah. you know what I mean, it's not. You're the, the music is the background. Dude, I went to, <laughs> I went to this EDM festival with uh, my girlfriend at the time, mm. and everyone's like on drugs. I'm sure. And like yeah. people are just in corners crying, like freaking the fuck out, and I'm just like, You why, paid money to do why this. Why would you? Like, I don't understand. Like, if you're going to take drugs, why are you going to go to a public pl- place that's packed? I don't understand that. Yeah, that's I like... don't, like, just do it at home. Yeah. That way, you, if you get tired or scared, you just go to your room and close the door. And you're good. You're not and, in a strange, yeah. different place. In a f- whole different city. Yeah. Like, you know. It's... And you have to go home after that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the time you get home and you're comfortable, they wear off. And it's like, well, what would I do that for? To freak out at a concert I paid $80 to, <laughs> to yeah. go to? I don't understand that
1: they're speaking of concerts um warp tour i think is it warp tour is that what it's called yeah
0: i think sean was saying something about
1: that uh wait uh coachella coachella yeah that's a big one i've never i don't i'm never gonna go to that but i i don't know as far as artists i'm kind of ignorant i don't know if is that mainly like singers rappers Uh, yeah i've never
0: been i i think it's just a mix of everyone I think like the big names go there, like Beyonce goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Travis Scott pulled out. Oh wow. Yeah. Successfully this time. <laughs> and, like, didn't impregnate Kylie. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know
0: <laughs> what else? Uh oh Burning Man's a big one. Yeah. yeah. That one's crazy. Like you're gonna like you're gonna take ecstasy in the hot desert. Already with do. like no bathrooms. Yeah. Like you're you're I don't know. That's fucking nuts, dude. I don't understand
1: that. That gets into, like, weird cult bullshit. Yeah.
0: It's, and you remember, you saw Fire Festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is really just this new, like, generational thing where you're trying to, like, flex on the gram. Like, that's all it is at this point. Yeah. Hey, I was there. You know, because it's like, you know, my parents, when they went to concerts, it was live music, like, you know. Yeah people playing guitars and singing and now you have people like paying to go watch a guy and then with the bass too like the 808s like when people show videos it's just yeah you can't hear shit yeah yeah no i don't i don't know i'm, I'm glad not. i never got into that dude, yeah that's something you just waste money on yeah. like oh dude if we're gonna go to this you know 500 hundred dollar festival and you're not gonna be able to hear shit i never really yeah. thought about that
1: but, yeah, I mean, as far as... So, yeah, there there are worse things than like going to a rap concert. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah.
0: We found it. Yeah, we found, we found it. it. Yeah, doing drugs, freaking out. Well, a, a, a guy whose music you hear on the radio plays the music that you hear on the radio. Sometimes you can barely hear it, and sometimes you don't know where you are. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, too, is th- th- with EDM, it's just boom, 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 boom.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's something you need to listen to in an enclosed space, yeah. like... I don't know, like I have, um, like on the drive here, I have like my Samsung Buds, yeah. which I love, but if I'm going to listen to that, I have like my, I have studios, like Studio 3s. Yeah. The Beats by Dre, I'm going to listen to that. Like you, they, you need to like, that's something you really need yeah, to I mean, focus on. Yeah, that's the
0: best, best way to hear music is just like...
1: Encapsulate yourself yeah. into the music, yeah.
0: Yeah. What are your favorite songs on the Marshall Mathers LP? Um, that's a good question. Uh,
1: well, Criminal... Definitely, if not my favorite, one of my favorite. Yeah. That's, again, it's, uh, we. I was texting you about this yesterday. It's, I know, I'm sure there's some of his sense of humor coming through. Yeah. I don't know if some of it was drugs talking, whatever. The middle section of the song is, oh, is, is, yeah, is hysterical. Yeah. yeah, I don't like, I'll, uh I have like one of those little Google minis at home and it will come up and I think it's hysterical. And my girlfriend's like, that's not fucking funny. I'm like, yeah. I'm not laughing at somebody getting shot in the face. That's not what's funny. But that's at the not, same, yeah. at the same time, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. So, um, Criminals definitely one of them. Bitch, please too. I love that song. That's fire. That's so many good people in one song. Oh yeah. Um. I mean, the way I am is another one. I, I I did like that one a lot. Obviously, that's been played a little bit. That was another. Yeah, that was um, on the radio. But there is a. Uh, speaking of which. Uh, I didn't learn this until later on. There is a version of it Marilyn Manson featured in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, that
1: was an interesting
0: twist. Because they were, uh, during that time period, that was when Columbine happened. Oh, fair and enough. And that's when, like, the parents were blaming, Yeah. you know, Marilyn Manson, Which he's
1: talked about, I'm pretty sure, in the same album.
0: Oh, yeah, the, I take, the, that's the, the, even the explicit one has yeah. some words removed.
1: Yeah, yeah. But no I'm pretty sure um I forget what song he actually talks about like blaming shit on Marilyn Manson yeah and but yeah they, that, that was the
0: way. I am and they blame it yeah, on yeah, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah yeah that's but that one's good uh kill you kill you that's a <clears throat> that one that one's one of those ones where like you ever hear like a joke that's so bad but you have to laugh because you know it's funny that's yeah. like a song that's just, like oh this is this is kind of kind of much mm. but he's going off right?
1: yeah. Well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of it is just, it's kind of yikes with some of the stuff that's said, but at the same time, it's, he knows that. It's not, I don't think he's like, yeah, he's not, clearly he's not going to walk up and shoot someone in the fucking face in the middle of the bank. That's not going to happen. It's, it's not, that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's, I think, which something again, I think he did and other artists do is kind of pushing the envelope. It's okay to say things. It's a little offensive. It doesn't mean you're going to do that. It doesn't mean that you want to do that, which is something else he brings up several times. Like, stop taking everything I say so fucking seriously. Stop getting offended, which is funny. I'm saying that, not you know getting political, but the fucking climate things are now, dude. You stub your toe, somebody cancels you. Yeah. It's like it's listening to the music. You'd think it would be bad then. Look at the shit thing, like the way that things are now. It's just it's fine. That's all. Oh yeah,
0: I don't even know. They the record company probably wouldn't let him release. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Which I yeah. feel like
1: people are like. Oh, I want the old M back. I don't think that could work. Yeah.
0: Nowadays, that's no. Not- I think he's maneuvered pretty well. Yeah. In terms of how the climate is. Yeah. With cancel culture. Yeah, he dodged. Um, he has some a- stuff like because I read. That's the thing too is like I read uh, there was something about him hitting an Iggy Azalea in the song. He said, he said he said a line about hitting her or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people were like outraged on on tiktok it's fucking what it's a bunch of fucking tweens and i'm like dude that's you haven't heard even heard half of it people dude i saw this uh, tiktok tiktok culture
1: fucking there was these like 12 13 year olds trying to cancel Eminem for love the way you lie love the way you lie yeah are you his radio song really yeah Yeah. love the way you lie (laughs) the song about domestic abuse yeah that's the song that you're gonna cancel him on Have you lit that okay. I just thought that was hysterical. It's like clearly you don't listen to his fucking music. Somebody was playing top radio hits, Love the Way You Lie came on. You look too much into it and you got offended. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Out of all the songs that are out there, Love the Way You Lie is the one song you get pissed off at.
0: Yeah. But he's in he's in that. There there's a handful of people that can't be cancelled. Yeah. He's got such a strong family. He's been around for too long. He can't. You know, it's it's like Joe Rogan. Yeah. He's got ten million listeners a day uh dave Chappelle. yeah oh it's just you have like a bill burr a legacy essentially well never mind i was gonna say louis ck but hey i I still think he's doing pretty good for himself yeah yeah but i mean for the next stand-up to come out yeah dude it's gonna be fire but
1: yeah i feel like once you've been around for a certain amount I, i don't know what that you know what it would equate to but once you're around for a certain period of time yeah not that you're not untouchable obviously but if you limit yourself a little bit, like he's, he's have to say some fucked up shit.
0: Yeah. Or you just build such a strong fan base. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Where, like being
1: around for so yeah. long, and being so successful, he's built up a fan base. Is not that he's untouchable, but yeah, I
0: mean. And I mean, just people, I think like people in that gen, like that grew up listening to like his older stuff. Yeah. Like we don't, you know, my, my friends that are my age, they're not, they don't care about canceling yeah. or like any of that stuff. They don't. They're just like, look, if you don't like it, turn it off, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of like a newer thing. But he built his fan base from a long time ago where, yeah. you know, I don't, like, I still listen to Lucy K stuff. Yeah. I don't...
1: Let's get over it. Yeah. To be fair, though, I guess people around my age, they listen to fucking mumble rap, so I don't, you know. Yeah. It, it's not like they really understand what the fuck they're saying anyways. Yeah, They true. could be saying the worst shit. In fact, there is. I forget. No, I a quick tangent, and we can go to the next one, but... I forget what artist it was, I forget what song it was, but they were making fun of H&M. It doesn't sound related, but it is H&M did this, they had this poster they had, like in Times Square, um, of like, um, look at these cute kids in the clothes. H&M, h and a clothing company. Yeah. Um, it was a, a white kid in a safari outfit and a baby monkey. The monkey was a black kid. Oh, so, shit. they so whatever. I again, that's horrible. I, that's again, I still think it's, it's, it's pretty funny if you think about it. But whatever, yeah, they that's yeah. just somebody clearly wasn't thinking. Yeah, no, no. I wouldn't think much of it. Oh, there's kids, whatever. But well, it's, people it's are like, gonna get pissed off.
0: It's like the, the the comedians were like Jimmy Kimmel and those guys. They got caught doing blackface. It's like yeah, don't you like really? When you put that, don't you kind of look in the mirror and go, I shouldn't be doing this? Yeah. But I don't know, maybe it was different back then. But, but yeah, there's just some stuff where it's so apparent that you're like, really? you kind of had that coming. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: so back to what I was saying, they I forget what artist it was, but it's one of those artists where he sounds like he has fucking molasses in his mouth, so I don't know what he's saying anyways. Yeah. But I had my brother, he was saying it, and I could understand him. And he was referencing that. I think the words were like, I'm the cutest monkey in the jungle or something. I forget what it was, but it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. I don't know why I brought this up.
0: Oh no no no! Uh, what
1: was I think we're. Oh, yeah. as far as like mumble rappers, they could say some yeah. pretty fucked up stuff. I guess in reality, oh it's because pretty tame. you can't, but you, you can't know, understand the them.
0: theory that I ran past my brother is, is that maybe when we were growing up listening to rap, our parents thought that that was mumble rap, and maybe maybe okay. the people that are listening to it, they can actually hear what they're saying. It's I get what you're a, saying. Right? Yeah, it's like just... Like, maybe when I was listening to Dr. Dre, my dad was like, what the fuck is he even talking about? Yeah. I don't understand what he's saying. I get that. Yeah. I... I it's
1: yeah. just... It's not... It's <laughs> well, no. Yeah. I'm Not that it's concrete, but I get what you're saying. It's yeah. a generational thing. It's like, maybe... Kind of like how... Not to get philosophical, but languages change. The yeah. English was different. That's just... They talk differently. Yeah. And sure. they just... I mean, just with... Like different slang and shit. There's some things I feel, and I'm fucking
0: like if you grew up listening to mumble rap, you just well you get accustomed to do it too. It,
1: like I'm sure then like they have it on Spotify. I'm sure they have enough music like the listen lyrics, to the lyrics, yeah. so you get used to whatever the fuck they're saying over time. I'm sure you get used to it. Yeah, but that that's that's pretty interesting. Actually, I never really thought about that.
0: Yeah, just a little, you know.
1: But so that was. Your number one was my number two. Yeah. So then, yeah, I mean, as far as... I think I t- said everything I could say. I mean, Kill You is hey. fantastic. Stan's obviously... Are you good? Oh. So, yeah, Kill You is a phenomenal song. Stan, obviously, is a classic. Who Knew is a good one.
0: Yeah, um, that's, a good,
1: that's a good... Nice, simple beat. I mean, The Way I Am and obviously The Real Slim Shady, those are probably... Uh, Stan or real slim shady the way I am and um, Stan are probably the three biggest as far as like radio successes on the album yeah um they also got music video which I mean yeah I feel like the bigger songs are gonna get that's always been the case they're gonna get music videos that's um, why he
0: did the the real slim shady because he completed the album and they're like you need a radio song yeah so they're like okay yeah <laughs> um
1: yeah remember me. I'm back, I like as well. Marshall Mathers is another good one. The Jennifer Lopez
0: line? Mm hmm. That shit's funny as fuck. Um,
1: This this is another song, maybe I didn't like at first, but I I love the piano in this one, the Drug Ballad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's like,
1: that's another one. That's a sleeper. Yeah. That's like, when I first started listening to Eminem, which is something I do with all of the artists now, like, another artist later on down the list, if I like the artist and I'm like, I really like this artist, and I'm going to get into this artist, and I want to be, air quote, a fan of this artist. I'm going to listen to everything they've made. Yeah. Which is, every once in a while, there's a song or two that maybe I haven't listened to, but at least all the albums, so I can get a general feel for like the eras of the music they've made, right? Yeah. Drug Ballad, when I first started listening to Eminem, that was, yeah, kind of a sleeper. I was like, eh, okay, whatever, and I kind of skipped over it. Dude, the fucking beat on that song is Fire. sick. Yeah. yeah, that was another one the Bass Brothers did. And I'm I'm a sucker for piano too. So like uh, I like a lot of piano synth and, and not that it's a requirement, but I appreciate it when it's there. Yeah. So like that's another song when I'm at work, I can have that song on repeat. Just even if I'm not fully paying attention, the piano in the background, I don't know. It kind of the
0: bass on that is pretty yeah. sick too.
1: It's like not not that it's a requirement, but I like music that obviously. Live at work, they can keep me focused. Yeah, if that makes sense. So like, I can have it. I kind of, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but it's good.
0: Yeah, something you just kind of have in the background that doesn't. I could listen to it, and I also
1: to have it. It helps me focus. Yeah, thing. I don't know if it's ADHD or what, but it (laughs) helps. And then obviously we talked about Amityville. Yeah,
0: which one's the worst? Uh,
1: I yeah. I mean, I'd probably say Amityville. Yeah, like I uh, bizarre. He was really trying to push him, like in some of his older stuff with D Twelve. He was really trying to push Bizarre. I mean, he was funny in um what well, my band.
0: Oh, I liked yeah, him yeah, in yeah. my
1: band, but that's kind of it. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like he really tried to push him,
0: and it just it didn't go anywhere. He's Do not, you know uh, in in the club mm-hmm. by Fifty Cent? That beat was originally for Bizarre. Oh my. Can you that's, imagine like the. It to juxtapose those two, how those two songs would have came come out? Yeah. Like. I don't even got, know how that would have worked
1: with like just from what I've heard from Bizarre, not to make it a Bizarre Shit Fest, but I mean, kind of like, I don't even know how that would have worked.
0: Yeah. And you got like probably a song that's like a filler on an album. Yeah. And you got the number one song for like weeks on, like just yeah. made. 50 sent into like this global star overnight. That's crazy. Yeah. Just the difference. All it takes is the artist. Yeah. That was when he was beefing with Ja Rule. Uh, I, I remember I was watching an interview with Irv Gotti, who ran Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. That's those are the record company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they said when they were beefing with 50, once they heard in the club, they realized it was over.
1: Yeah. Like they were, like,
0: yeah. What do you, come on? Because Ja Rule had hits. Like yeah. he had hits back then, but dude, that. Yeah. yeah, that that whole get rich or die trying was ridiculous.
1: But um, yeah, I'd say out of the two, definitely Amityville. Again, I I think Kim. It's another one of those. It's a song, but it's kind of an experience. It's a bit of a look into the mind of yeah. what he was going through at that point in time. So kind of like a stand.
0: A exactly. Yeah. It's
1: like it's a stand, but I like I. It's not. I'm not saying it's not a song. It's I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. It's like a it's like a, it's like a story. Type, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like a story. So if I were comparing the two, I'd say Amityville's worst. Um There's Under the Influence and That was pretty good. Yeah. I like the bass on that. Criminal. Oh my god, I love Criminal. Criminal yeah. Criminal, Kill You, Bitch Please Two, and Marshall Mathers are probably my favorite, like four songs on the album.
0: Yeah, dude, the guitar and Marshall Mathers, like and then just like the 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 diss the way he went after uh insane clown posse yeah 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 Like, it was fire
1: that's something kind of interesting too I've noticed Eminem and not a lot of artists have done this um I mean he hasn't done I think it's only two or three songs but there are there isn't a lot of guitar and rap music oh yeah which I I get it but it's kind of interesting there's that and there's a song in the recovery album talking to myself in the recovery album mm-hmm. also has guitar which it's that's almost has like a rock singer Doing the hook, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, there isn't a lot of guitar, which again, I get it. It's not really. That's kind of. Um, it's unique, yeah. I guess, is what I'm That's trying like to say. That's like
0: Superman yeah. by Eminem, like the the guitar. Yeah, you, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, that too. Thing was, is like back then, they had. They were selling like seven to 10 million records. Yeah. So there was a lot of money going into the project. So you could hire these guys that were talented and could play instruments whereas like now the record companies aren't giving you a big budget yeah so you know there's no real money in music production anymore well a lot of it's like in personal
1: studios from what i've seen like logic's last few albums and i mean it's different for everyone but I, I, i guess if you're big enough you have your own personal studio now that i think about it but yeah i feel like if you already own the materials you probably don't have to put as much budget into it you know what i mean
0: yeah well i think a lot of it is just advances towards the produ- producers yeah. where you know you have to pay for beats well of course but, yeah, yeah. you know you look at like Dr. Jerry Pharrell Timberland at mm. like the height of their careers they're making like six figures for one song oh yeah but music's not selling anymore like all the money's in touring and yeah. if you're a producer how are you gonna or make like merch I touring? guess too
1: yeah cause but- that like is and so specific actually I almost wore I have a kamikaze shirt I almost wore today
0: oh yeah that shit sells out immediately. Oh yeah. Like, well, that's that's smart. That's like what Jordan does. Is like they release a certain amount. Good luck. Yeah, and then well, it's
1: also pre-order.
0: Yeah. It's usually yeah.
1: like pre-order, and then you'll get it in three months. Something. Uh, again, last tangent. Speaking of Eminem, every album he releases merch, and he releases uh, it's like five hundred or a thousand limited quantity like signature like a record signature oh
0: yeah yeah i remember you telling me that fucking immediately i've missed
1: that like the last three albums dude i'll spend like stupid amount of money for that i know it sounds stupid but that's like again going to a concert is i don't know i feel like going to a concert to see that artist is cool Mm -hmm. but that's like something personally that artist hand signed for you yeah it's not like he does fucking book autographs you know what i mean he's not like it's not the same i feel like i don't know Anyway, that was a tangent. But yeah, those are probably my favorite four songs on the album, but that's another one very very good. I agree like without the two or honestly just Amityville on there would have been like a perfect album. Yeah. I feel like out of the two, I like the songs. I like uh, It's probably nostalgia that kind yeah. of overtakes Relapse over the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, just like this is your first like out. Like again, I've probably heard Marshall Mather LP songs first, but that was the first like when you got into it. This kind of started. Date, this kind of dates things, but LimeWire. Oh, oh yeah, getting off Eminem remember. discography. Relapse. It's the probably the first album I downloaded and listened in its entirety by myself. Shouldn't have been doing that at that age. Yeah, because I was like,
0: oh dude, I, years I ago. destroyed yeah. my parents' computer. Oh dude. Um, yes, just LimeWire, FrostWire, Pirate Bay, dude. That's, yeah. That was. And but most of it was just like, we didn't have access to like mixtape songs. So yeah. It was like, like, uh, I was, when Game first came out, like, uh, I would hear some of his songs on YouTube and he'd have like mm. underground stuff. There was no way to like buy it. Like, oh, a lot even,
1: of, even if it was uploaded on YouTube, they like, just for copyright issues, they'd have like a fucking chipmunk voice or like deep in the voice. Oh, no, I an just, audio. back
0: then, we didn't know how to strip it. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, on YouTube.
1: I, that' fair enough. Yeah, That's
0: true. But they they have that now where you can strip it. But I mean, most of the, the crazy part is is that like there's songs. There's a song by The Game with Dr. Dre. It's like, Here We Go Again. Yeah, fire song. There's nowhere to like buy it or listen to it. And it's like if you made that available available instead of just putting it on YouTube, you can make money off the streams. You know, I, the the funny thing I I thought about this too is like with streaming, it's yeah. like you know how they're saying pay off all the student loans. Yeah. And you have people that are like, no, but I paid mine off, right? That's how I feel about streaming. I've spent like f- over the years, like a thousand dollars yeah. on downloads with yeah. iTunes. And then they're like, how about all of it for for $9 a month? And I'm like, what? But I paid more than I this. I paid more than this. I paid my lifetime's
1: yeah. worth in fucking streaming yeah. and buying
0: the music. Dude, we used to run through iTunes cards, dude. Oh, if yeah. You fucking get an iTunes card and you get. It. It was, it's always so stupid it was like $15 and the songs are like 99 cents you just yeah. have like this weird balance left over Yeah. And it's like oh that's awesome yeah, add, add more money to
1: use it again yeah because yeah. they made things specific pricing but speaking of the uh, you were talking about like unreleased songs there's a good song Eminem and Floyd Banks
0: where I'm at Floyd Banks not, not, not Floyd Banks I'm sorry Floyd Banks uh, yeah i lloyd, lloyd banks i'm yeah. sorry no i've heard you showed me that song that sounds pretty good
1: that's that's another one like that's there's like i had to look it up to make sure it was real mm-hmm. that could have been some like cleverly spliced song it's not on spotify there's like a fan-made music video for it yeah but why is that not on there why can't i get that like that's like another like one of my favorite songs growing up why can't i get that That's just i don't know i think
0: they're saying uh, was that buster rhymes Eminem i'll hurt you yeah i think i think that was oh yeah scott Sorche did an interview where they said that was going to be the lead single and then it got leaked so i don't know if they ended up putting it on the album that was another one that was a really good song, yeah, was a good that was song. Like, i
1: think the album like that's when he chopped his hair off he's like holding his dreads oh yeah 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 and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. like for the album cover oh yeah
0: Dude, break your neck and that song oh was fire. Yeah. when that
1: beat kicks in it's like fucking nuts that's like for artists like I love Buster around like a lot of his older stuff too the newest album let's not talk about that
0: but yeah <laughs> remember that song with Anderson Pack? did I show you that one
1: yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was good. That pretty good not all
0: of it was bad it was just I don't know he uh, yeah it, it
1: was an interesting experience but it,
0: you think of it too it's like these guys have rapped like Eminem has rapped and he has stuffed so many syllables into like just what and and like today, rappers would do like one verse and then get a feature. Yeah. Eminem was doing three verses the whole so you run out of shit to say. Lil yeah. Wayne the same same way, like Ugh. the Carter two, yeah. He he was rapping the whole time. Like he did all the verses. It wasn't a bunch of features.
1: Which no, I, I, I get that. And I, I think it's better something more than nothing. I'm yeah. not trying to whatever. But like honestly, that's another artist like growing up. I love if I like a lot of his music Busta Rhymes but maybe not so much this is specifically albums if you know what I mean yeah. not like I love a bunch of songs but it's from different albums different singles it's not it's kind of which when we were talking about it's a very interesting first episode because it makes you think like album specific Mm -hmm. I can have my favorite song or my favorite five songs but they could be in five totally different albums it was like very hard to think about
0: that's like uh, how I feel about Jay-Z Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Jay Z, uh, I, I don't I have to like go back and listen, but I don't think there's a whole album that I that could listen to front to back. Yeah. But he's consistent in that every album he's ever dropped, I like five or six songs. And those are like phenomenal they're, they're songs. They're good songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're
1: repeat worthy songs. But when you look at that compared to the whole album, it, it's kind of
0: weird. Yeah. yeah. The only one I could think is um, it's either Life of the Times of Sean Carter, volume one or volume two. Or volume two. It's the one with the hard knock. Mm-hmm. That one I've listened to. That one I could listen to front to back. But yeah. everything else, it's just like I like a handful of the here, a handful of it,
1: gen- love Loving the artist generally not specifically for their albums. Yeah. Which doesn't say anything negatively. It doesn't negatively impact at least how I feel about the artist. It's just It's kind of hard to
0: decide. Yeah. Like there's someone on my list where, I kind of just all the songs I listen to from that artist is just yeah that album yeah yeah, yeah. so um, which is kind of interesting too yeah yeah just like most of the time it's just this is their peak this is the best that they are and I've I noticed this too it's like it's always the second album that's fire mm-hmm. for for the most part yeah because the first album the artist is still. Has the raw talent, They're kind and of then learning. they find a, they finally kind of hone that in and balance it with being polished. Yeah. To make like this leads to my number two, a, a Starboy by The Weekend, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. That's technically his third album because he had the one called Kissland, but the one that was like kind of majorly pushed was uh the the one with like Earned It, uh the Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. that album's raw. And it's a good album, but Starboy is kind of when he, he matched the rawness with being polished, and yeah. it's just Starboy is just I. That's an album I could listen to front or from front
1: uh, to back. Front to back. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um. So, I, uh, there's like there's one song. I think it's called All I Know, and it has Future in it, mm. and it's 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 a it's an okay song. Yeah. But other than that. Um, my favorite song on there is "Love to Lay." Dude, mm-hmm. it's just fire hook. The beat switches switches up. Um, he he has a great voice. I mean, he's, I used to think Chris like I used to like Chris Brown when he was first coming out. Like you know, I I get that yeah. And he still puts out decent stuff, but I would you know like I always told my dad I was like Chris Brown is gonna be the Michael Jackson of our generation, and. He's still a good artist, but I think the weekend found a way to transition into like the mainstream, like, Mm. and I think you know Chris Brown had some setbacks with some stuff. Yeah, Yeah, there's some stuff that happened. But the weekend found a way to like transition into you know performing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is crazy. You know, like I don't, I don't think. Even though Chris Brown's been around longer, I don't I don't think he'd ever get that offer. But he has enough songs to do it. I don't know if it's a like a controversy deal. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Stuff that's happened. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. But the weekend kind of he's transcended into that that role. As yeah. like he's the new he's our generation's Michael Jackson. Mm. Like he's the biggest artist. His last album Don FM was. Uh, but the one before that, After Hours, was pretty good. The one with Blinding Lights, and yeah, yeah he kind of yeah. was doing the '80s thing, and then he's kind of doing a little too much now. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see where his next album's at. But I mean, Starboy is kind of like, in my opinion, the peak, like where his he was he finally found a way to to take his rawness and his lyrics and the way he sings and make hits. Like, just yeah. hit after hit. That I feel like album. that's, like, that's... When that album came out,
1: that's all that was on the radio. Yeah. That's all that was on the radio.
0: I mean, just the first song on, on it is Starboy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. and I it's like of like like, artists
1: do that. It's like, the album's called
0: this. Also, yeah. the first
1: song is... Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then, but, like, you know, a lot of artists will take that that number one slot and they'll put, like, an intro or, like, he puts it with his number, like, the, the hottest record mm. he had at that time. And then Party Monster was pretty good. I uh, I think I heard that one. That was pretty. good. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. All, that about half that album was on the radio at the mm-hmm. time. And I just now started like going back, like when listening we'll the backlog. Yeah, yeah. Cause he The Weeknd's he's gotten a lot better in his lyrics. Like he he had this one song I was listening to like a long time ago. It's like two thousand thirteen or f- twelve, and he's just like, I make all of them swallow, all of them swallow. Oh, and it just like repeated that yeah. like 50 times. And I was like, "What? what is this? Compared to like work,
1: work, 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 which. Yeah, I, God, yeah. I fucking hate that song. But yeah, that's. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Love Delay, that's probably the best song on the album. Um, Starboy is a good song. Party Animal is a good song. Um, I'm trying not to get it mixed up with the first one. Oh, Die for You is pretty good. I think that I, I got heard his, that one, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a good song. Um, he and the thing too is like he has a good mix. Chris Brown did this too on the Fame album. Mm-hmm. He had like he got some EDM in there, he got some like Euro pop, he did some rap, he did you know. And uh, The Weeknd kind of has a little bit here where he does a song with Future, he does a song that is a radio hit. He'll do the song which, like, reminder. Yeah. It's like that's kind of like a rap song. But, you know, he's singing it. Yeah, like, the lyrics are like he's rapping like talking shit. Yeah. And so he just he incorporated everything. Well, like Chris Brown, he tried to rap and I think he's a decent rapper, but I think The Weeknd approached that better where he's like I'm just going to sing like I'm rapping on rap style beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just hard shit like where the 808s kick in and so yeah, Starboy is my number two. It's it's a solid album. It's one I could listen to front to back. Um, what's your number three?
1: Number three. All right, so when we were talking about this, as far as this episode, this is originally my number one. And honestly, my first three are kind of interchangeable. This is another one where I, I discovered... Um, It's Bad Meets Evil, essentially. Uh, It's held the sequel by Bad Meets Evil. Mm -hmm. Bad Meets Evil, for people that don't know, is a collaboration group between Eminem and Royce the Five Nine. I just my personal opinion. That is my, and I understand. This is you know might sound a little crazy as far as Eminem and Dr. Dre. I think they're two peas in a pod. Their flow is amazing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: After listening to Held the Sequel. It's probably my favorite rap duo. Wait,
0: is it Roast of Five Nine? Roast
1: of Five Nine and Eminem. Okay,
0: my bad. I thought you said Dr. Dre.
1: I was talking about like Eminem and Dr. Dre. Oh, it's like a classic. Yeah, and I still love that, but like, oh my god, this fucking album! I just let me go through. Like, I don't know. I think maybe there's one song on here that I don't like, and it's kind of nitpicking if I'm being honest. It's not a very long album. I think it's like 11 songs. It's 11 songs. This came out two years after Relapse. And honestly, when Relapse came out, that's when I was getting really big into Eminem. So this is like the biggest song on the album is called Fast Lane. I'm sure you've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. That was in, I think it was in the the Real Steel movie that came out the same year. Um, Yeah, there is Fast Lane, Welcome to Hell, The Reunion, Above the Law, I'm on everything that got Mike Epps to be in the song, which is pretty funny. Oh, yeah. And half the song is just a reference to um, Friday Friday and the Hangover. They reference, oh. like, I think uh, Roast of Five Nines, like, I got a fucking tiger in my bathroom. That's, like, from the first Hangover when oh, yeah, they wake yeah. up. Uh, a Kiss. I'm pretty sure, which is kind of interesting of all people, Justin Bieber does. Sorry, I'm going shake the table. Justin Bieber does, uh, he sings in that song. Mm-hmm. He's not credited, so I don't know if it's just something like a... Uh,
0: Background vocals. That
1: or like a sample they took. I don't know what exactly it is, but... Uh, take For Me, Loud Noises with Slaughterhouse. It's another kind of failed group that they try to put together.
0: Yeah, I know um, Joe uh, Budden and... Uh, well,
1: there was kind of a falling out, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah.
0: But they had a, they had a, the hammer dance. Do you remember that? Yeah, song? I like that. That, that was
1: on uh, Shady Fifteen, I think. It was like a. It might have been on something else, but like Shady Fifteen was like it was a fifteenth anniversary album that came out. Oh okay. And they put a bunch of stuff, so I know that's in there. I don't I don't remember what album specifically, like what it was from original. I think
0: it's from the original Slaughterhouse album.
1: But they put they put that on there, and yeah, that was a really good song. Yeah, yeah. Um, Living proof is good. Echo. Oh my god, Echo, I don't know if you've listened to this album. No, I gotta I gotta listen to it, though. Echo is one of those songs, it's like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, just crazy with, <laughs> for a song. That song gets me fucking hyped. Yeah. It's like, that's another one of those songs where something I've noticed, um, Eminem doesn't do as much anymore, uh, Royce did it in a few of his songs, too, Um they have like the very like epic opera singing
0: kind of
1: oh, like a choir. Choir, yeah. yeah that's uh, like choir. It, it's, it's fucking hype. You you gotta like the album itself is amazing, but it's very hard for me to pick like a favorite song from this album. But just the way that Eminem and Royce da 5'9 bounce off each other, like they interrupt yeah. their sentences, which is fucking insane to think about. They yeah. Eminem will start a sentence. Royce the 5-9 will interrupt him, but just flow into the second half of that sentence, and it's fantastic. That's like the... You've,
0: you've heard the original Bad Meets Evil. Oh, exactly. Suit. Yeah, that they song. Think fire. that, but an entire album, and in my opinion, like they've honed that. Yeah, no, I remember Fastlane. Fastlane was
1: a pretty good song. They literally just... I love the way they just bounce out. Like They're almost like they're interrupting each other. It, it's amazing. But um, a Kiss, another one. That's probably... Uh, There's so many good songs in that album, but like uh, Echo and a Kiss, very offensive, by the Mm -hmm. way, for people that, whatever, if you're listening to Eminem, I think you're used to it, but he says some pretty fucked up stuff in that song, but it's just the, I don't know, they bounce off each other very well, and then in that song, they're like Busta Rhymes level, like speed, Mm -hmm. and they're doing the same thing. They're just like, I'm having, it's taking my brain a second to pick up what he said as he's getting interrupted and the sentence is finished it's it's yeah. crazy okay i gotta i gotta give it a listen then and they kind of like when the original bad meets evil song came out they're like see you in hell for the sequel and it's called hell the sequel oh okay that makes sense and they reference you know they're gonna do more and the the anniversary of the album came out i mean it's been so for a year now the album at 2011 so it's 12 years or 11 years sorry mm-hmm. um We were hoping they were going to do something else for it. I know uh, Royce posted something on Twitter. It might have been, I forget exactly when timeline it matched up, but I think this was after music to be murdered by, but before the B side, Mm -hmm. he was saying like uh, two beats, which one should I send to my white counterpart is what he was saying. And I'm pretty sure I had to listen to it. One of them might have been the songs for part two of that album, but I was losing my mind thinking they were finally gonna do like a part two to the Bad Meets Evil. Yeah. Technically a part three, but dude, you gotta listen to that. That's oh my god, that's another very nostalgic album. But I, I don't know. It's very yeah. hard to explain. As I that
0: that album. No, has, they they do as far as like going back and forth. They're probably the best at it. I can't think of. They're very comfortable with like I don't I. I've seen that,
1: obviously, with some, like, Eminem and Dr. Dre, they kind of, like, it's, I feel like with Eminem. It's like, say
0: say what you say. Yeah. Like, when they're going back and forth. Exactly.
1: I feel like with them, it's more of, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, a mutual respect. And then I feel like with The Bad Meets Evil, it's, like, two best friends just having fun. It's hard for me to explain, but it's, like. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna repeat keep repeating myself. It's not much to say. Just I love that album. It, it's very, very unique in style and flow. And it's if anything, obviously growing up loving Eminem, I wasn't it's not that I wasn't a fan of Royce. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't exposed to his music. But because of that I've gone and I've listened to some of his albums and he's by himself he's really good, but I feel like they bring they bring the best of each other out in themselves.
0: Yeah. You know he wrote the Hook for Renegade? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. That's a good song. Oh yeah. Like, dude, that's they've only done it once, but Jay Z and Eminem back to back. That's mm-hmm. that was pretty fire. There's
1: some art. Or, yeah. So yeah, held the sequel. Bad meets or by bad meets evil. Even that just kind of flows in as like a sentence. Easily, number one and number three could kind of switch, but that's
0: definitely one of my. Top five albums. Yeah. After this, I promise, there's no more Eminem. But well, if the that's the thing too is like Eminem's your all-time favorite, you got to go with the solo album. Yeah, exactly. Like, which know. is kind of what it came down to. It's like, yeah, I I do like
1: this, but like, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah,
0: you can't you can't be .01 percent on Spotify listens and not have yeah a solo album. Exactly. I'd be doing it. Be uh, injustice. That's right. That's number three. All right, my number three is uh Ludacris word of mouth. Mm. This is the one I was talking about where I kind of just when I listen to Ludacris it's just from this album. Mm. Some songs from like his first one are pretty good. Um Some songs on his uh on his first one are pretty good, but then that's kind of what I was, that's another one that's a good example of what I was saying where The first one was just raw, and he was, and then the second one he finally got it to work and polished it, and then, I think too, what happens is like on the back end of that, it becomes too polished, and then the reason you you start to like that artist start to disappear as they get more. you know, it's like because you're trying to be appealing to the masses. These, um... so you go from like being raw, yeah, and then you know you sell a little bit, and then you you put this like, okay, maybe I'll throw some hits in, maybe I'll throw some. He's trying to play it too safe. No, I mean just like in terms of like, I'm just gonna rap. Like, let me make song songs like that you can go yeah. along with, and then that's sort of mixed in with the raw, and then after that it's like, well, let me just focus on making songs. I kind of felt that way with like Ludacris, like his third album. I think it was Chicken and Beer. It was like just one where I think people liked his goofy side, mm-hmm. and it worked well on word of mouth. But he was still with about rapping, yeah. And like he focused more on the goofy kind of stuff, and it sold and people liked it. I just and it was it was good. I'm not saying it's bad, but yeah. the, the word of mouth. That's. Um that's number number 3 even though that's probably the only album I wouldn't skip a song on. Yeah. It just every song is from the from the intro another one like Starboy where the intro song it's a uh, Coming to America the beat is fire Ludacris goes in. And this was again his peak and he was just r- rapping like crazy, rapped yeah. fast. He was funny um let me see. Yeah, Coming to America, then you had Roll Out, which was like the lead single. You had Go to Sleep, which was fire. Cry Babies, fire. She Said, it's like, that was probably, it was probably my least favorite, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Then you had Area Codes, huge, massive hit. You have Nate Dogg on the hook. Growing Pains, the best beat on the album. Oh, yeah. Just fire, like the guitar and everything. Move, bitch. Y- another yeah, hit. Come on, yeah. Another hit. Saturday, ooh-ooh, mm-hmm. another hit, and it was a funny song. The music video was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Keep It On The Hush, another good song, probably least least favorite along with The, the She Said. Um, word of Mouth, The Freestyle. It was all right. It's kind of like a goofy freestyle. Get The F Back. Yeah. I don't know why I said F. Get The Fuck Back. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's bleeped out on, on, on yeah. the text. Yeah. Freaky Things, that that song's fire because it has Twista. Mm -hmm. Just, dude, they go back and forth. That's like, you want a good back and forth. Yeah. Twista and Ludacris on Freaky Things. Uh, Cold Outside, it's a decent song. You know, it's a good, like, Block on Lockdown, Fire, and then Welcome to Atlanta, which Mm -hmm. was my favorite, one of my favorite Ludacris verses. Just the way that beat comes in with the piano and then. He just welcome to atlanta jack and hammers and boat it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. fire dude It just kind of like melts like butter. it was a good hook the beat was simple and yeah i mean that was just one of those albums where you hit a home run you got all of it right yeah you got you know where it's the point where like the songs you're just putting in there to fill slots yeah are still pretty good yeah yeah like i think that's that's the difference between a great album and a good album a good album you'll see like the filler tracks are just there yeah whereas like with these great albums the filler tracks are there and they're good yeah like a lot of the filler tr- like you go back to this point in time a lot of the filler tracks for Ludacris could be lead singles for a lot of other rappers yeah <clears throat> so definitely i would put uh, uh yeah i guess you i would say you could be interchangeable one or three um between that and marshall mathers lp but just mm-hmm. the eminem was so yeah. you know weekend stays there he's r&b i got you know i like singing yeah of course but yeah Ludacris, he's not as good of a rapper as eminem but that that album's you know yeah. like on the marshall mathers lp skips some songs yeah Ludacris, no song skipped on the word of mouth. That's another artist,
1: like, yeah, I, I definitely grew up listening to a lot of Ludacris. I just feel like it's just like Busta Rhymes, probably not as much as Busta Rhymes, but still. Um, I like specific songs from different albums. It's not like one, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's out of all of them, it's definitely <clears throat> the best album, but it's kind of hard for some artists to pick. I, I get what you're saying, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, because that again, that's probably the only one on this list where I could listen to every song. Yeah, but it's just still the magnitude of the songs don't match. Yeah, you know Marshall Mathers LP. All right, so number
1: four, finally a different artist on my side. Uh, it's Interfere by Tech Nine. Technically, this is kind of cheating because Interfere, there's Interfere, and there's two more parts to it with different names. It's all within the same year. Uh, he had; they're almost all, if I remember correctly, similar in length too. <laughs> I think the last one might have been the smallest. I could double check that, but Tech Nine. It's really hard to. It's really hard to say, but easily, if not number two, like top ten for me, especially with albums like this. I like other albums by him, but this is easily this is,
0: this is what got me into Tech Nine essentially. Top two is in like all time your favorite rapper? Maybe. Maybe top top ten. Top Top ten,
1: maybe. But like, honestly, I got a notification from Spotify. I've been listening more Tech Nine than Eminem in the last few months. Yeah. He's also released some stuff recently. But I got to look this up as far as song specifics. But this, I've known about Tech Nine. Oh, yeah, he had Asinine that came as. Funny plan words that came out uh, a few months ago, but this album came out. Yeah, it's all 2020. There's Enter Fear, There's More Fear, and Fear Exodus, and it's all within like eight, nine months of each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, earlier, when I was saying as far as My Darling being like almost hypnotic in a way, this is the only other artist that's released songs that's created the same effect for me. Like, another thing uh, as far as like the guitar we've talked about just unique instruments used in rap songs yeah Tech Nines I'm sure there's more out there but just from my experience he's one of the only other art like it's
0: how do I explain this it's very unique there was a song on there when you told me about this one uh, I think it's number three he has a girl rapping at the end of it yeah 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 that one's pretty good that beat's pretty nice yeah that's
1: I gotta find I know which one you're talking about though a lot of the songs, um, he's talking about his past too, or fam- not a lot, but some of the songs he talks about his past and family, and I feel like other artists get very emotional with it. Mm-hmm. He just kind of says it as it is. There are certain things that I wanted to do. There's certain things that I could have done. There's certain people that I miss, and that's over now. But I could talk about it, and it's not. I feel like he gets emotional with his music, but not too emotional. Yeah, something we were kind of talking about Kim, where. Obviously the severity of the situations might have been different but just looking in the first part, he has two intros to the album mm-hmm. there's just die which yeah some of the some of the names are a little edgy but um, drums, guitar it's like our, it's a rock rap song which is so weird to say like it's not it's a rap song it has a beat it has the rap but it starts off with like hardcore drums. Mm-hmm which I don't think I've heard in a rap song before. I'm sure I have, but not to this extent. Um, I feel like I can't pinpoint which of the three I like the most. But And there isn't one specific one where every single song on there, actually, no, I think More Fear, every single song on there, it's also seven songs long. It's yeah. like it gets smaller throughout, but I don't know, it's... If you, if anyone's ever l- interested in listening to Tech Nine, I feel like this is, this is Tech Nine. This is the album where I've listened. This is another. You know, not to go on a side tangent. When I get into an artist, I want to listen to every single album. Yeah. I started off with some of his stuff in the early nineties. Very different. Not yeah.
0: bad per se, but it's very. It's more uh, hardcore, like actual rap. Yes. Cause but- he used to rap with, uh, with some of the guys from uh, California mm. remember I showed you that song The R- Regime
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and is, he like, was it was very like very 90s the, the, like yeah. the earlier albums
0: it's not bad it's just it's different the one he had a, a, a song that was famous it was the uh, Kalua Kalua or uh I know what you're talking something, about something right? yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the first song like I heard that's how I heard about him was he had a song he makes clue with the pineapple or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he came out with the Kansas City tea. hmm.
1: But yeah, Interfere. It's recent. I mean, <clears throat> it came out in 2020. So it's all fairly recent. He even. Yeah. I mean, as far as even if you didn't know, he, like, when it came out, I think he did a song or two about COVID, but not in like a political aspect, but more of like what he's been doing. Yeah. Throughout quarantine, which is kinda of interesting to get the artist perspective of like oh, I the song's called Outside, I believe. Yeah. Inside. Essentially, the world's going, you know, everyone thinks the world's going to shit. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. I'm doing my own thing. I'm making music. The world could be on fire right now, but I see, you know, Hollywood. You know, it's, I don't know, it's very, it's an experience almost listening to the songs on these albums. I'm, I guess I'm just going to, again, mix it into one album. Um, yeah, his earlier 90, 90s, even early two thousand stuff, I feel like he was still trying to discover what exactly he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it used to be more hardcore rap, which I love as well. But I feel like some of it was kind of generic, yeah. the earlier stuff. This, like, he made music into his own. Half of the beats is just I don't I don't know how to explain. very unique very look, very. unique. I looked
0: at the uh, produce. He has like one producer named Seven who did a lot of the songs. Mm. He's worked with on previous albums, on the when the one, on your list because I, I yeah, checked yeah. it on Wikipedia. I had to go see and who produced the, see if any big name producers are working with Tech Nine, mm. and, but the guy Seven. It's probably just all in house strange music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No point in. You know, yeah, outsourcing. Yeah, yeah. If
1: you're gonna be you know independent. Do your making own making a bunch of records.
0: You know, you don't want to pay some top notch guy like if your your album's gonna sell a hundred thousand anyway. You might as well. Yeah. Use in house producers. Yeah,
1: you use in house producers, and yeah, as far as you know, most of the money essentially goes to yourself and the people you're closely affiliated yeah. with, you're not having to, you know. But definitely, a lot of. Uh, Honestly, most of Tech Nine's music has um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Chris Kaliko on it. You know, it being Tech Nine, Chris Kaliko in most of the songs which I feel like again, he's not always vocal in his songs, whether he's helping technically or lyrically, you know, they work very well together, but he has a lot of what I, you know, Dean and being not a very well-known artist. Like uh, at least artists that I've never heard of, like Stevie Stone, uh, J L, uh, Nave Monjo. Yeah. Sorry. Those are probably all his artists. Yeah, like he finds a lot of a lot of very talented people, <clears throat> a lot of younger people too. Probably just to help the next generation, and he's like, "Hey, have a third, even sometimes half of my song, yeah. and just let loose, That's get the thing your name is, out there."
0: If you're <clears throat> It's like with what Fifty Cent did with G Unit, where it's like he's got these guys, Young Buck, Lloyd Banks, or Floyd Banks. Uh Sorry, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The game. You know, he he gets on their songs, he's got a hot name right now. So all he has to do is get on the song and then now the artists underneath him are selling. Yeah. So Tech Nine's like, Look, I got this following Use it. Yeah, take it. Use it. To your advantage. I do features on their songs. Yeah, people become their fans. They buy their albums. They're my artist. I make money off their albums. Exactly, it's a win-win. I mean, they get,
1: they get to be seen more. They get to sell more. They make more money. He makes more money. Plus, again, him starting off is, um, which call it uh, independent. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he knows it's very. I mean, what do I know? But I'm sure it's difficult to start off on your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he started independent. Do you know? I yeah. Because sometimes they'll start with the record company. You only have to produce. You only have to do like a certain amount of records. Yeah. And then you're out of that contract. And at that point, if you have a following, you just do it independently. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he's always did it independently. If he has, it's pretty, pretty crazy to get like as big as he is. Yeah. And he's been around. I mean, not a lot of people know that, but I mean, he's been around for a decent amount of time now not a lot of and that's the thing too with like rap it's like it's kind of like hard to be older yeah and still especially now it's it's very different which is like the whole um the whole aura of it is like being cool and like you know hip or whatever Mm. and uh then you have uh once you get older it's kind of like you're talking about popping bottles and and girls and stuff, and you're like 40. Yeah. Exactly. The stay-at-home dude. Yeah, exactly. Join it's a not, softball league. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, I mean,
1: it's very, very unique. There, there's some of the beats in this album. I've I haven't heard anything even. Okay. The one song I was talking about uh, outside, mm-hmm. literally, the Or is open, it inside? Inside, I'm sorry. Literally is he takes like a night it's it's like a like, hotel elevator music mm-hmm. in the background, and he makes it into a dope song. I don't know how he did it,
0: yeah. but he did it. It's That's like uh, Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you take Annie, Exactly. You just put a bass line on it, and it's fucking... Like, who would have thought of that? Yeah. I mean? No, that's genius. But, um, yeah, I, it, I feel
1: like it, it took a while, in my opinion, at least for him to really know what he wants for him really to know what he wants to do yeah and i feel like this and every i mean he's he i'm trying to explain what i want to say he knows what he's doing now he knows what he wants to do he i feel like especially listen to his older songs he wasn't as confident he's like he he knows what he wants to do he doesn't know how to get there Mm -hmm. but he's he's much more confident with his music yeah it's less it's less generic he's not scared to try different things and that's one of the many reasons why I love this album. And he makes it work. Yeah, and he makes well, and he makes it work, of course, yeah. like it, it, just the one song I was talking about specifically like, who would have thought about that? Yeah. Or yeah. again, just using like more rock and like hardcore rock elements in your rap song and it's still it's still a rap song. Yeah. It's like I don't know, it's crazy to me. But Yeah, so I mean, that's my number 4. It's uh very unique artist. Somebody I've always known about, but only recently in the last few years have I really gotten into. And he's yeah. climbed up the ladder for some of my favorite he's, artists.
0: He's a talented rapper. I mean, all the aspects that we like about Eminem, he has those traits. Yeah. Like it's funny. I'm talking
1: to some people at work, and they're like, "That that makes sense. I like Tech Nine. That makes yeah. sense." Which, whatever. I don't. I, I get it. it. It's it's not not to say they're similar, but I feel like people that like Eminem would like Tech Nine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely especially just the content the flow yeah you know lyrically yeah Eminem and his prime is probably a little bit better uh-huh. but still you know yeah you could easily put them in top ten yeah I, I get
1: I get where they're coming from yeah but um, that's uh yeah that's that's number four
0: what number about four? you? mine's a take care by Drake mm-hmm. this album <laughs> let me tell you something my friend and I we went to Target. Mm-hmm. We we loved Marvin's room. Okay. Remember Marvin's room? Mm-hmm. Like we used to just like we would just be sitting on the couch drinking beers, going like we threw a party. Yeah, we threw a party. Bitches came up. <laughs> like we would just we would quote Drake. Like Drake was like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I left high school and like uh, best I ever had, all that stuff came out. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, this guy's good, and. I went and I listened to like all of his older mixtapes and I was like, his first album, so far, so far gone was a mixtape, right? Mm. Solid, right? But you know he's rapping over other people's beats. Some of yeah. them are produced. It's not like an album, album. And then he drops, thank me later. Solid, but you know, you this his comeback season mixtapes dope. So far gone, dope. Then this album comes out, has 11 songs. It's just, there are a couple really good tracks and the rest of it's just good. Yeah. And then I was like, man, you know, I was a little disappointed. But then Take Care came out. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Like that, Take Care is, is Marshall, no, no, Marshall Mathers LP, is that his third album or second? Does Infinity count? I, yeah I mean I technically consider Infinity as first yeah okay so Drake's Take Care that's his sophomore album
1: that's no, if yeah if you don't want to count that Marshall Mathers LP is his second album but I mean that
0: was kind of his breakout so if okay. you don't if you don't count Infinity that Marshall Mathers is his second album okay okay because I was gonna say if not if that's Marshall Mathers LP is his third then Take Care is the best sophomore. Mm. Like, especially with how much I was expecting from his first album to take care. Like, first song, again, what's in common with these albums is, like, they don't waste the intro. Yeah. They get they get to the point. Like, the song, the first song's good. Uh, the one song I don't really like is Shot For Me. That mm-hmm. was written by The Weeknd. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was actually The Weekend song. Mm-hmm. That's... One of the reasons, and I've, I, this is just from stuff I've read, but one of the reasons The weekend didn't sign with Drake, because they're both from Canada. They came up. Drake was getting on features yeah, in the hopes to sign him. Yeah. But The weekend wanted to be his own artist. Mm. So he was like, I'm going to sign. He signed with Sony or something. Yeah. And part of the reason was is that he had songs like Shot For Me and then The... Um, they love crew love. Yeah, yeah. That was another weekend song. Mm. But then Drake kind of was like, "Let me get those songs." So yeah. I think the weekend was like, "I need to go be my own independent artist." So I don't have this. I don't want to be underneath an artist who's taking. Yeah. My hit songs. Yeah. Like and shot for me. It's all right, like, I, Drake can't hit the Drake can sing, but he can't hit the notes that Weekend can hit. So yeah. shot for me, I kind of feels kind of cringe like i don't i skip past it yeah headlines dope i remember when that first came out headlines yeah first that was yeah. yeah headlines um then it was crew love then you had to take care with crew love Is a good song too oh that yeah that beats fire again another weekend song um then you had to take care with rihanna you know he's doing the pop stuff you yeah gotta, you gotta get on the radio yeah like, rihanna's a good singer that's a good uh good feature you have marvin's room number six Mm. dope song like so fucking good it was ridiculous it was and it's so like nonchalant yeah that it's like the most nonchalant hit i've ever heard Mm -hmm. like where it's like it doesn't feel like anything's there but if you listen to the lyrics and the way that the beat goes it's like that's a fire fire song. Yeah. Um, you had uh, Underground Kings, mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs on the album. T-minus. He's a producer. Produced Swimming Pools by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, okay. Yeah. This guy, <laughs> he was responsible for a lot of hits in like the 2010s. Yeah. But he produced um, Hell Yeah, Fucking Right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, We'll Be Fine, that's another dope fucking song. Uh, then oh, the "Make Me Proud." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song. It's again. It's like it's a poppy song, but that was another big yeah, one when they that came out. that was another out. big yeah. yeah. Um, the one with Rick Ross was really good. Hmm. But like he just kind of went off. They had a nice sample. Yeah. Produced by Just Blaze. And yeah, I think this this is kind of the album that. This definitely, like, I feel like people were disappointed Thank me later. Mm-hmm. And then this one just kind of shut everyone up. Yeah. Like, it was so, so good that mm-hmm. that's kind of, and then to top that off, that came out mm-hmm. right when I'm On One came out. And yeah. I'm On One was the biggest song. I remember that, yeah. Like, for months. Like, we, used, that was, whenever that would come on the radio. Mm hmm. And that was another one T minus produced. Yeah. So he produced that swimming pool. Like this guy was
1: you know he just had to doing. run. He yeah. He had to
0: run. Um <clears throat> Let's see, we're trying to think. The other song that I'm alright about is the um the one that has the back that ass up sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's I I don't mind taking samples from older songs, but then to use the lyrics as well. Yeah. It's like, you know. What are you doing? Decent song. It's not bad. Yeah. But still, it's like, you know, come up with some more original. Uh, camera. The other one that's pretty good is cameras. Mm-hmm. And then, if you let it play, which I didn't know this. Like I thought the song was over. It goes into good one go. Good mm-hmm. ones go. Oh okay. That one. That one's pretty fire too. That one's more of like a R and B type song. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Drake. Drake. Did the. He found he was able to do the scene like the the singing and rapping the best, mm-hmm. and I think that's what the hooks. Again, it's like if you're a guy like Fifty Cent, you know Drake, you do a hook. If you could do the hooks, you're set. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of good rappers out there mm-hmm. that don't get much mentioned because they can't do a hook. Yeah, Drake's the best. Ba- Drake. It was it was uh, Fifty Cent, Lil Wayne. And then Drake. Mm. They each had like five, six years where every song they got on turned to gold. Yeah. And Drake during this time from like 2008 or nine mm. to, I mean, he's still, you know, he's not, he was on everything back then. Yeah. But like for like a good five years. Yeah. You, you just, if you got a Drake feature, he even has that, uh, that uh, uh, what was it called? Five a.m. in Toronto. He has a line where he goes, "I give, I give these rappers the, the hook, the verse, and even the look. That's why every song sound like Drake featuring Drake mm-hmm. or something like that. It's yeah, like yeah, even yeah. he knew like yeah. All like all you gotta do is get, you know, no lie was another one. Yeah, that, that was a really out. big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I personally, I think that's Drake's best best work. Mm. He still he still comes out with all this stuff, but that was just an album where. It all came together. Yeah. You had T minus, he was hot at that time. Um Yeah. Drake in his prime. So you have you just you need you need both sides of the uh music. You need the producer in his prime, like Doctor Dre in his prime with the rapper in their prime. Yeah. So Cause the best, the best songs on that album are the ones produced by T minus, mm. and then a couple by his other guy Forty. But most of it is just T minus hit a streak. Yeah. At the same time, Drake was hitting a streak, mm. and it he just. brought it together. Yeah, they just yeah half the album is produced by him, and oh the motto. Yeah. Oh my God. T- yeah. Forget about that. That, that one. was dude. Yolo. What the fuck? He, yeah. He created the whole Yolo thing. Yeah. Like. Dude. That's crazy. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That was a crazy aspect. Um, yeah, just all in all, even the outro song, The Ride, mm. it's pretty chill. Yeah. He's a show. He still. <clears throat> I like. He does the songs that are hits, but every once in a while, he'll show you, like, he still has it lyrically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think. Which song that would be on that album. I think that was the one with Rick Ross, mm-hmm. where he's still showing like I still you know, I'm doing the radio hits, that's fine. But he yeah, had the one on Certified Lover Boy, though uh seven AM yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where he was right like he went off on that song. So But, you know, Drake Yeah, I mean it's just a good uh I think I think the reason it's not higher is because nah because we're not just doing rap albums but yeah just I think it could still be the, yeah. the enjoyment of you know yeah. what I mean it could just yeah I think it was just there are too many there were like three or four songs that I'd skip yeah so but the, the hits were pretty good but like the back that ass up one shot for me definitely skip mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's my number four What's uh, your number five number five all right
1: <laughs> All right, so my number five, funny enough, it doesn't actually have a name. <clears throat> I'm not sure what this is called, but they use uh, different punctuations, essentially, to show or to replicate the, the album cover. It's the 2015 album by 20, or by Caravan Palace. Caravan Palace, if you don't know, it's, I guess it would be considered electric swing music. Mm-hmm. So think of another very, very, it used to be unique. Um, there's a lot, there's more... Um, artists now that do similar music, though their uh, taste in music's kind of changed. Think of like old 1930s swing music mm-hmm. mixed with like dubstep, essentially, or like house music,
0: oh, okay. and they kind
1: of blend the too. It sounds really weird, and that's because it is. But it's that's another are there lyrics. There are there are there are, okay. there are. It, not as I like their stuff mainly because there's one. That I think this girl's a very good voice. That even they they do less dubstepy stuff now. Mm-hmm. I still love her voice. Um, so is it like a group that makes the beats and it's they like, get singers on it? It's like five people. Five people. Okay. It's like four or five people, to my knowledge. And there's like two, I believe, singers. But I like the main singer. I mean, I could show you later if you're interested. Very very mm-hmm. good voice. Very unique voice. Um, and on this is another one of those artists where I discovered them, probably like eight nine years ago and i really liked them as a group but it was kind of difficult to i like they do a lot of singles so they've had albums they've Mm -hmm. done a lot of singles in the past and that's what i was used to so i kind of had to put the pieces together i guess of which one of the albums i like the best but i know for sure like this is definitely one of like my top 10 artists for sure okay um which is funny enough because it's not rap. Most of the stuff I listen to is rap. I got a little bit of rock, a little bit of electric music, but like this, they introduced me to electric swing. Which again, it's very. It sounds really weird and it is really weird, but it's I don't know. It is very unique. Um, it's this the music they have upbeat songs, they have slower chill songs, but they still. I don't, it's very it's it's very caravan Palace it's very unique it's very them they mm-hmm. they definitely know what they're doing they know what type of music they want to produce and I feel like this is definitely the best product they've made um, with music like this they usually don't have a lot of features they do have one or two but or they have one actually it's another shorter album it's 11 songs but with this kind of music I mean, with any type of electric music, you unless you have another person singing, you kind of do your own stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I know definitely Caravan Palace. I wanted to put one of their albums on here. Uh, this is very, very nostalgic to me. They opened my mind to a brand new genre of music and it's definitely worth checking out.
0: You like every song on that album?
1: Every song on that album. Every song. Every single, may not to, you know, not to the <laughs> same degree, but I don't dislike a single song on that album. Okay. And when I think of Caravan Palace, most of the songs that I remember, like that I first got into is from this album. Okay. What's a uh, favorite song? <clears throat> favorite song on here. That's actually a difficult one. Um it would probably be a tie between Lone Digger, which actually has a music video. A little oh, weird. language. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which it's. It's. You really have to. It's kind of different as far as like when we're talking about rap and like dubstep type music. It's really <laughs> something you have to just listen to really get it. It's kind of hard to explain. But Lone Digger, uh, that's one of the first songs I heard the lead singer's voice in. And Midnight, another one. It's very. Lone Digger, you could without watching the music video, you could tell like this is a music that's gonna play at some club, mm-hmm. like some uh, new era club. Um, the with midnight, it's very, I don't know, it's almost creepy in a way. It's like I'd imagine when when listening to their music, I I, I don't know I it, how do I explain it It's almost like you can feel what they were trying to portray or what they might have been feeling when making the song Mm -hmm. like when i think of midnight i think i'm driving it's like in the middle of the night it's pitch black it's very foggy out it's like almost like a a scooby-doo episode in a weird way but um yeah i mean that's i don't know how to explain it With, with this type of music it's really something you have to experience but yeah those no, are probably I'll my i have to give it a listen those are my top two songs from the album and yeah that's my number five
0: okay my number five is the legendary Chronic 2001 oh yeah by Dr. Dre um it's number five just because I don't know I like I like the lyricism of the the top three like mm. I think Drake, Eminem, Ludo Chris, mm. uh Dr. Dre he had good vocals, but he kind of stayed within mm-hmm. a certain range of what he talked about. <clears throat> Whereas the other three, they they have a huge range, right? Yeah. Where Dr. Dre, you're going to get the same type of lyrics, just the production is going to be crazy. Yeah, and every beat on that album is fire. He incorporates a lot of funk. Mm-hmm. Like he has good bass players. Um, there's a song "Act Right." Mm. Like just a simple piano beat, but the bass line comes in. It's so sick. He has a rapper hit. He the other thing too is that since he's focused on the production of it, mm. he doesn't mind. He he has he has songs on there where he's not even rapping. Yeah, as long as the song comes out good. Yeah, right. Like next, uh not next episode. Is it next episode? Mm. I don't think he's on that song. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. He's not on it. Um but that's on that album. Yeah. But he just he made the beat. He gets I never really thought about that. Yeah. And he w- he's another one too where like even when he sampled mm. he incorporate he just he had someone replay it and he had he added synths to like the sounds and he, he kind of made so it his own. Yeah. Where like you listen to it and you're like that's you know, like, if you listen to, like, Kanye West samples, you're like, that's an old-timey song. Where, mm. like, when I hear some old song and I'm like, that's from that Dr. Dre song. Yeah. Like, it, he did it so well that it sounds like it's his own. Yeah. Um, Still Dre, probably the best rap song. Maybe one of the best top ten all-time songs. Mm. I mean, just the way that piano comes in. Oh, yeah. And Jay-Z wrote it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics. That. Um yeah, he Dre doesn't. Uh, I don't think he writes his own stuff. Mm-hmm. I think like if he gets Eminem on a song, like "Forgot About Dre." I think when I listen to "Forgot About Dre," he's kind of rapping like Eminem. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like a. I don't know if Ghostwriters were so taboo back then. Yeah, but I think the clever way he got around that was, I credit Marshall Mathers as a writer. Mm. But he's also on the song. I gotcha. Okay. So it's like, well, he wrote his part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did credit Sean Carter. Jay Z's not on Still Dre, mm. so maybe it's not a big deal. But when they made Still Dre, the beat was so fire. He used to have this writing group, mm. DOC, and they uh, like he had he had all these guys. Ice, no, not Ice Cube. Like DOC and a couple other guys they tried to write to it, yeah. but no one could do it. Yeah. And, you know, because you got to remember, you're going back from, like, when... Remember uh, Dr. Dre, the first Chronic? Mm-hmm. The way they rapped, like, I said, I'm dipping and I'm whipping and I... You know, so you're yeah, going yeah. from that to, you know, f- funky sample beats to hard-ass piano. Yeah. Like, this song hits. It's like a wide range of stuff. You need someone who's a better writer. Yeah. So they flew Jay-Z out. Wrote the whole song, Snoop Dogg's parts. Made a classic, but that's that's what I like about Dre. He doesn't care. He doesn't care that he's not doing everything. Yeah. He just puts it together. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, yeah. care that he gets some guy to play the piano, another guy to play the beat bass, or he gets another guy to write his lyrics. Mm. He just he cares about making good music. Yeah. So I think. And he he did. I mean, it's timeless. Still Dre. Oh, of course. The Halftime. Yeah. All of of those, all the songs performed at the Halftime show, most of them produced by Dre, Mary J. Blige, those are timeless songs. You know, they're not like, if you listen to to some, I mean, maybe, maybe based on some of the references, Mm. you might say, oh, that's something from the 90s. But like, when I listen to Still Dre, it just, it doesn't sound like it has a time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a song. Mm-hmm. It's so good it transcends time. Yeah. Whereas like when I listen to like Little John Yeah. I'm like that's that's 2010s. Like, yeah. You know it's, I mean? it's it's era, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean that's all so I, I really like the production. Um I feel like his production was strong, but again this was after but his production I think that that album was when he was hitting a stride yeah like Marshall Masters LP and Get Richard I Trying mm. those were like top tier those were just like he was he hit his stride he found the formula that worked like you said with Tech 9 yeah and he just kept he just stayed with that formula he just kept you going know. with it yeah he just found the right group it's just it's like the same thing with like he had Scott Storch mm. who ended up being like a multi platinum producer himself mm. he had him as a keyboard player and it just they all met at the same time they're all at the peak at the same time yeah and you're just never going to get that again Yeah, you might but you it's know, it's not going to be the same yeah it's it we could i just don't see a path to where we ever get to a point especially with the way music's set up where they're not putting money into albums yeah it's all about singles and Spotify yeah and there's no not as much money as it is before where it's like if Dr. Dre takes a whole year to produce an album and it sells 10 million copies he can make 20-30 million yeah that's not possible yeah nowadays so I don't know if it'll ever happen but that was one of those times where you just had everything hit at the same time and it was a crazy era yeah so that's that's yeah. pretty much my list. Nice. Well, hey. You have a solid list. I am have to listen to that swing music. Yeah, definitely. That, I mean, I could
1: show you some some of the Bad Meets Evil as well. And I mean, yeah. as far as like the Ludacris album, I know I've heard some of the songs from that album. But I don't think I've listened to the entire thing.
0: Dude, you got to listen. It's front to back. Just mm-hmm. amazing. Again, there's not... Um, Oh, the other one I forgot was Take Care, because I said three or four skippable songs. Mm. The other one was Doing It Wrong, where he's like, Cry if you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. That's another one I skipped. Because I remember, I just remembered it now. But yeah, you gotta listen to Lucas' album. It's oh, yeah. fire. Oh, yeah. But that's another one where it's like, it's a time period thing. Mm. It's not the same as like, yeah, shit? you could tell, like, this was definitely from this era. This is like 2000s. Yeah. Like. Just the production and the way he's rapping. But, but yeah. Yeah. So, damn. That's the pilot. That's the pilot. It's a long time coming. Hour and 50 minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be half an hour. Look at us. Yeah. Originally, we we're like, yeah, um, maybe 30, 40 minutes. Let's we'll see yeah. what goes. You know. Yeah. And my throat hurts and my mouth
1: hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, again, this is the pilot episode of the New Party Podcast. Thank you for listening.